Coming Back is a listener-supported podcast. If you like the show and want to see it reach more grieving ears and hearts, support Coming Back on Patreon at patreon.com slash shelbyforsythia. My Patreon supporters get exclusive access to weekly grief journaling prompts and live grief hangouts with me. Pledge for as little as $1 per month and change or cancel your support at any time. Join this growing behind-the-scenes community now at patreon.com slash shelbyforsythia. Thank you so much for listening to Coming Back. Hello and welcome to the season six finale of Coming Back. This has been a big 12 weeks, and I am so honored to continue to bring this podcast to your ears and your hearts. On today's show, I'm sharing a theme that I picked up from this season's guests and letting you know how to enter my In the Meantime Grief Book Giveaway, which I host every single time that I step away from the mic for a little bit. I'll also be sharing where you can continue to get grief support from me over the next few weeks and how you can help me launch, yes, launch my upcoming book, Permission to Grieve. So let's jump in. So in this season of Coming Back, we heard from a ton of incredible guests who got deep and vulnerable and went right into it with their stories and what really mattered to them. And one story that keeps circling around in my brain is from our Glenn Kelly and the time pretty soon after his loss that he heard his son's voice while he was in the shower. And this might sound kind of weird, but like now when I step into the shower, I think of that story because it's just such a sensory event in his world. And so I have now associate taking showers with our Glenn Kelly hearing the voice of his son. So it's a really funny association that's come after hearing that story. But if you haven't listened to that interview, it's on episode 83 of coming back, which is called honoring grief in the workplace. And in this interview, our Glenn Kelly tells this story about being in the shower, kind of letting his mind wander, we went on this tangent about how showers are really good for that. Uh, and all of a sudden, he hears the voice of his 16 year old son who has died. And his son says angrily and loudly and clear as day, how dare you forget me? How dare you believe for one moment that you're not still my father? Aren't you still a Marine? Aren't you still a police officer? Then you're still my father. And this moment changed how our Glenn Kelly saw his life and his grief, not just the fact that this happened, but the meaning that he created from it, that we drew from it and applied to his life. This one moment in time, this one moment in the shower made him feel like his son was giving him permission to openly grieve him, that this identity of father still applied, even though his son was dead. And our Glenn Kelly was still allowed to think of himself as the father to his son, even though he had just died. And this visitation in the shower was not a hallucination or like a crazy happenstance to our Glenn Kelly. For him, it actually happened. And because it actually happened, he began acknowledging his son's loss and talking about it with other people, and eventually writing books and doing seminars about grief in the workplace. So this one moment where he experienced something and then derived purpose and meaning in it, that changed the course of his grief. And no one's interpretation of what happened, not his wife's, not his co-workers, not his friends, not the rest of his family, not perfect strangers, nobody else's interpretation or meaning could change that for him. The meaning of this visit from his son belonged to our Glenn Kelly and literally to no one else. Life hands us loss. Loss is a non-returnable item. 
It, you can't go to customer service and give that back. It is a non-negotiable human experience. We cannot give loss back once it's happened to us. We can't refuse it or keep it from occurring in our lives. But what we can refuse, what we can figuratively give back, is the meaning that other people try to make of our losses. There's this invisible pressure from friends and society and even sometimes our families that they get to decide what our losses mean. They get to decide where people go when they die. They get to decide when our grief was over. They get to decide what all these signs and symbols mean or that they mean nothing at all. They seem to want to muscle in on our experience. They apply their own lenses to the horrible thing that has happened to us. And for some reason or another, we're supposed to believe it and accept it. Sometimes our friends and family and even society are trying to make us feel better. Sometimes they're trying to make themselves feel better. Sometimes they're trying to shut us up or make things more comfortable or move on to another topic already. Sometimes they just don't have better words to say. They just don't know any better. But you know what, grief growers? Whatever they say to you is all bullshit. You have the right and the power and the authority to make your own meaning. You have the right and the power and the authority over your grief. You have the right and the power and the authority to decide what your grief means to you. Whatever happens to you in loss and after it, that belongs to you. We talk all the time on the show about how grief is a universal experience, but a very, very personal one as well. And the meaning that you assign it, even if you decide that it has absolutely no meaning at all, that right belongs to you. Podcast guest Known Wells, who came on episode 81 of Coming Back, that episode's called Empathy is My Jam, if you'd like to go back and listen to it. He talked about allowing people the dignity of their own experience. There's this weird infantilizing phenomenon that happens with grief where just because we've experienced the worst thing ever, people feel the need to swoop in and provide comfort and structure and reassurance and something to say and meaning on our behalf. But they don't. They don't need to do that. When they do that without an invitation, they're overstepping their bounds and they're denying you the reality and dignity of having your own experience. And it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good when people tell us what our grief means. So for this closing episode of season six, I want to remind you that just because life hands us loss and we accept it does not mean that we must also accept and take on the interpretations, opinions, platitudes, meanings, and definitions of other people. It often seems like everyone who is adjacent to us or alongside us in grief wants to tell us what it means. And frankly, that's just not their job. It's not their job. When people hand us their meanings, we are free to put them down. You are free to drop that shit. Here's your permission slip from me on coming back today. You don't even need it from me. You have it already. People told Richard Pryor that he should be over the death of his son after a year. He decided that the loss of his son meant he would be grieving for the rest of his life, and that it was not crazy to hang up photos of his son inside his house. People told Colin Perry that grief professionals are really good at grief, so she's probably recovering really fast. 
she decided that the loss of her sister meant that her sister didn't want her around as she was dying because Cole worked in the death care field. That made her death really, really difficult to contend with and not easy. People told Gabby Berkner to expect more of herself, and then other people told her not to expect anything of herself at all. So she decided that she was going to do both, and that that meant that she was doing all right and coming back from the deaths of her parents. People told Marley Rowell to stop calling herself a suicide widow, that that was not all that she was. She decided that the loss of her husband meant that she was a suicide widow, and that she could stop making other people comfortable by living in a place of denial, because it was her turn to make meaning. In my own loss, the death of my mom, people told me that my mom was with God. I decided that she's all around me, and that means that she can do things like turn on the electric tea kettle and leave pennies on the ground for me to find. Realistic? Maybe. Plausible? Maybe. Comforting? Maybe. But you know what? I get to decide if all of those things are valid for me. I hope that in the time between now and the premiere of season seven, you reclaim your power to make meaning, grief growers. No one else in the entire world, no matter how well they know you, not even me, who's giving you this message here today, can tell you what your grief means. Whether you're having dreams, seeing signs, showing emotions, taking actions, changing identities, or just plain grieving, people are going to try to tell you what it means. And whether their intentions are kind-hearted or ignorant or mean, it doesn't matter. The rights and the ownership of your grief and your story and your meaning, those belong exclusively to you. You hold the contract. You hold those rights. So what does your loss mean? What does your grief mean in the grand scheme of things? What does your life experience right now mean for you and only you? Just something to ponder between now and season seven. All right, grief growers, between now and Wednesday, September 4th, the premiere of season seven, you'll be getting many episodes of coming back in your podcast feed. So do not go away. I'm still supplying some wonderful behind the scenes, tidbits, stories, funny happenings, and uh, even poetry readings for you in the meantime. So I'll hope you continue to tune in here wherever you get your podcasts. You can start looking for these little in the meantime episodes next week and every Wednesday until September 4th. Also, in the meantime, I'm hosting another one of my famous grief book giveaways. So if you head over to my website, shelbyforsythia.com and click the link at the top of the page that says enter to win, you can type in your email for a chance to win a copy of Modern Loss from our friends Rebecca Sofer and Gabby Berkner, and a copy of And Then I Got Fired from our friend Jay Mace III. I'm mailing both of these phenomenal grief books, and I have read both of them. They're amazing and hyper-relatable, plus a set of Coming Back podcast stickers and a handwritten note from me straight to one lucky winner's door when Coming Back returns with full-length episodes on September 4th. 
This giveaway is free to enter, as in no strings attached. All you have to do to enter is head over to shelbyforsythia.com and click enter to win at the top of the page and just type in your email on that page there. I would love to send these helpful grief resources your way. And I know there's a lot of people listening to this show, but whoever you are listening right now, I hope you win. If you'd like to join me for live grief support between now and season seven, you can pledge to become a patron of this podcast over at patreon.com slash Shelby for Scythia. I am hosting not one, but two live grief support hangouts, one on July 29th at 8 p.m. Central Time and one on August 26th at 8 p.m. Central Time. These are fantastic opportunities to connect with other grievers slash listeners of this show and share your grief stories. And of course, I'm always there facilitating, answering questions, that you might have off the air and sharing all of the grief books and resources that I have got stored up and circling around in my brain. There are always new ones added to the list. Just $1 per month gets you the link to join us live. So head on over to patreon.com slash Shelby for Scythia to pledge now and join us. And of course, you can always find that link in the show notes. Lastly, grief growers, my book, Permission to Grieve, is finally coming out. After a year of solid progress on this book, it is soon, soon, soon headed your way. I have it currently in a final round of edits, and then I'm going to launch it live sometime in the fall, so definitely before the holidays. If you want to help me spread the word about Permission to Grieve in exchange for a free digital copy of the book, I would love to have you join my Permission to Grieve launch team. This is a private Facebook group for a special community of people who are helping me with things like critiquing book cover designs, voting on whether or not to include journaling prompts in the book, and offering up their own grief stories for inclusion in the book. So if you're the type of person who falls in love with a product and then instantly tells all of your friends, I would love to have you as a part of this launch team. You can find a link to the launch team in the show notes for this episode or search permission to grieve in the group section on Facebook. Oh, and one more thing before I go, Grief Growers, I am already interviewing guests for season seven of Coming Back. So if there is someone whose story you would love to see here on the show, let me know ASAP by emailing shelby at shelbyforsythia.com. Last season, because of all of you, I was able to interview both of the gals from Modern Loss, Marley Rowell and R. Glenn Kelly, because you requested that they come on the show. It is such a tremendous joy and honor to share the stories that you want to hear here on Coming Back. So if there's someone whose grief story resonates with you, email me as soon as you possibly can, shelby at shelbyforsythia.com because space is filling up for season seven. I take so much care to prioritize and make room for the people that you want to have on the show. So thank you for continuing to send me your suggestions through the years and for being a part of this little grief growing corner of the world. So that's all for this episode and this season of Coming Back. Thank you so very much to all of our guests who joined me this season. Neil Davis, Julie Clough, Jay Mace III, Susan Angel Miller, Known Wells, Kat Bonner, R. Glenn Kelly, Cole Imperi, Richard Pryor, Marley Rowell, Rebecca Sofer, and Gabrielle Berkner. 
Season 7 of Coming Back debuts on September 4th, 2019, but in the meantime, you can listen to bonus episodes that are released every Wednesday, enter my grief book giveaway at shelbyforsythia.com, join me for live grief support on Patreon, and help me launch Permission to Grieve in my private Facebook group. I know that's a lot of information to take on all at once, so if it's helpful to you, check out this episode again for more details on where you can find me and my work between now and Season 7. If you liked what you heard on Season 6 of Coming Back, support the show by making a donation at shelbyforsythia.com slash donate, subscribing to and leaving a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, following me via email at shelbyforsythia.com, Facebook at shelbyforsythia, Intuitive Grief Guide, or Instagram at shelbyforsythia, and above all else, this is number one, share coming back with a friend, because you never know what someone you love is going through. Thank you so very much this week to Tim, who became a Patreon supporter and is going to receive some sweet coming back stickers in the mail. As always, an enormous thank you to Addie Goldstein, who composed our incredible theme music. Once again, if you have a guest suggestion for a future episode of the show, email me at shelby at shelbyforsythia.com. As always, my wonderful grief growers, it was beautiful sharing this space and time with you today. I see you. I am proud of you and the work that you're doing in the world. And I love you. Because even through grief, we are growing. See you in Season 7. One-on-one grief coaching is a powerful way to sit across from your loss and say, what do you have to teach me? If you're ready to start sharing your story or you're looking for tools, exercises, and a map forward in the aftermath of loss, please head to shelbyforsythia.com slash grief dash coaching to fill out an interest form. Grief is a personal experience, but we don't have to go it alone. My heart and ears are here to witness and companion your grief story, and I would be honored to provide a foundation for you as we explore, construct, and navigate your own coming back. Find out more and get in touch for a free 30-minute consultation call at shelbyforsythia.com slash grief dash coaching. Give your grief the gift of coaching at shelbyforsythia.com slash grief dash coaching.